Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of Fun Bearable. I'm Brad Rohr. I'm Ray Harrington. And I'm Charlie Bucket from Charlie the Chocolate Factory? Yeah, that's yeah. that was the name of that's the That's not my real name. My real no. name is Charles Staten. When he Chuck hits Staten. puberty, yes. real rough, everybody's calling Chuck Buckets, and it's yeah. not good. Or Charlie Fuckett, if he's Whoa! real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Oh, this is a it's like, family it's episode. Like, it's like, hey, should we get uh, Charlie down the street to babysit your little sister? And he's like, oh, Charlie Fuckett? I don't think so. Oh, I don't like that you made him into... <laughs> Like a small, this is not a yeah, great small start. children. I was <laughs> thinking just other teens. I wasn't you know? little. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I was thinking. I guess if she needs to be babysat, she's gonna be too young to have sex with. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is Charlie Bucket <sighs> your go-to? <laughs> Pseudonym. I don't like the beginning of this episode at all. I haven't liked the beginning thought, of any episode. <laughs> this thought, one, though. Yeah. <laughs> he just had a moment in his own head, in his own mind. Our little he, Augustus Gloop is growing up. Oh, he. I thought that Charlie. I thought that he could babysit like a seventeen-year-old. They don't need babysitting. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Well, now it's now it's making me wonder. I now he's a sexual predator. Where? Well, here's what's weird about this situation that I've created. Uh, <laughs> do tell. I think it's weird. I think we can leave. Yeah. And he can and just, he's just do gonna the whole laugh episode. at his own thing. Yeah. 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 Imagine it. Imagine it. Oh. And he's crying. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that to be babysat, you have to be a little child. <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> So, but it is now making me wonder, and I hate to go back to some territory that we've already covered on the on the podcast. But it is making me wonder about the uh, the Chocolate Factory Gang. Yes, the Chocolate Factory Gang. Yeah. Do you think that they... which is a book series that Scholastic very hardly refused? Like, yeah. They were mad when I pitched it. They said it was because of copyright issues, yeah. but really, no, like. No. They but I had it. a good idea, and it was a series, and I had the first three books ready to go, uh, or four, I can't remember which, and, and it went, um, it, there, was, there was Milk Milk, that was the first right. okay. book in <laughs> yeah. the series, yeah. Milk yeah. Milk, yeah. just establishing you know, milk chocolate, right. kind of the beginning process, right. the milk, beginning milk of the stage. Milk Chocolate and Chocolate Milk. Yeah. Thank you, yeah. yes. Uh, two of the characters. Yep. And it, not what you think. Nope. And, uh, <laughs> and then there was Lemonade. Which is a fun turn, and things get a little more fun. It's in the summer this time. Oh, okay, right. yeah, that makes they sense. can't work yeah. in the factory because all the chocolate will melt. Yeah, right. so yeah. Charlie and the and the uh, chocolate factory gang they start a start lemonade, a lemonade stand. Yeah. yeah, and then and then at the next book, I remember that Charlie moved right around the corner from the chocolate factory. Yeah, exactly. Now, what he was started a called? business. He started a business on the on the backside of the factory. Right. Uh, and he opened it to the public and it was the first time the factory had ever been open to the public. Oh. Right. And he was selling a more bespoke chocolate. Oh, okay. Uh, so a lot of homemade fudges and yeah, things like that. Right. So and that one was called uh round the back where the fudge is made. Yeah. Okay. And um, <laughs> so those were the first round three. Round the corner fudge is made. Round the back. I know where it's made. Hey, colloquialisms. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know, locals well, in the I, word. Can I do a double apology for my babysitting thing? No, I think you got to save it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't. What's funny, too, is if you think of those two characters, one of them knows that Charlie Bucket had sex with children, which I didn't mean again. And the other one thinks, thinks that it's, his, it's the first choice to babysit their little sister. So it's really there's a lack of information between these two characters. You ever think about that? No, I have haven't. Have I ever <laughs> thought about the thing you said two minutes ago? Have I ever thought about 
I, I, I certainly have never wanted to think about it. I just pictured us at like a at like a. a, a like a mixer, yeah. Like a social mixer right. for work. We're networking, yeah. And we're talking in a group. Cisco, and then this whoa, guy, routers, yeah. This guy slides in. <laughs> He's hey trying guys. to catch up with the conversation. You ever think about? Uh, <laughs> well, okay. So if Charlie Bucket, you know, uh, the Chocolate Factory, Willy Wonka, all that. If he was a babysitter, <laughs> but he also had sex with children. Have you ever thought about the idea? Oh, you know I didn't I'm finish gonna, my sketch. I didn't I'm gonna, finish my sketch. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check out the veggie tray first. Okay. I'm gonna finish All my right. sketch first. So person A said, "Should we have him babysit our little sister?" Yeah. Person B said, "Charlie, fuck it." Person A, back to person A. Oh, you've been misinformed. He only has sex with adults. So now, and then they all go like this, and then, <laughs> no, and then it's it, all it, resolved. It goes to like a circle blackout, and yeah. it goes whoop, like yeah, that, like at the end of it, the Looney Tunes cartoon. It's all it's all resolved. He was always a, a person who had sex not with anyone that I was a baby. I think I think I could sum up a lot of Chuck Staten in uh, like if I was trying to describe you to someone that didn't know you, I'd be like, you know, at the end of a Looney Tunes cartoon when. <laughs> Porky Pig pops up and he goes, ab, 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 that, that's all, folks. Yeah. That's Chuck Satan in a lot of ways. Yeah. Backpedaling out of his own jokes. That's all, folks. Wait a minute. This is insane. I have a question. All right. We have this, this, an we, answer. I want to talk about the fact that this is the first episode we're recording since Fun Bearable has actually been released. Yes. I was about to pivot to that as well. But but here's a question. Yeah. Am I the buffoon? What, 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 <laughs> no, what, no. No. I think it's an agreed thing. We have a social contract that we are the buffoon. Yeah. Oh, I, I collectively. Think, yeah. I think yeah. the buffoon baton is passed between us. Oh, that's Too many a, bees, that's I blacked a, out. I blacked out. <laughs> the buffoon baton is passed between. We have to always oh. remember that. The buffoon, that's what we chant. The yeah. buffoon baton is passed <laughs> between. Yeah. Betwixt. But, and that's what we say. We, we slit the throat of a rabbit. And then we, we we trickle it over a grave. Yes. And then we say the buffoon baton has been passed between. The buffoon baton has been passed between. The buffoon baton has been passed between. And then I think I don't. Last time we did it, I lost a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. I lost a couple of days. But when I woke up, the transcripts for my chocolate factory gang had been written. I remember I, a lot of Woods. I woke up with some James weird- Woods, Ed Woods. I woke up with some weird scars. Oh, uh, they had like weird geometric, like fractals. Yeah, I woke me. up with scar tissue on my back, uh-huh. and it was all the lyrics from Scar Tissue oh. from the Red Hot Chili Good Peppers. Song. <laughs> good yeah, song. standing in line. That's a good one. Uh, I think it was that. Yeah, I think it was that. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> So, but this is our first episode that we're recording, and I promise you, this is, if you can believe it, an episode. <laughs> I think it's an episode in a different way. Yeah, it's also, it's also at some point going to be Exhibit C, in the, tri- the trial of Charles Staten. A and B are graphic. Your yes. Honor, Your Honor, he's clearly stumbling back. His you did, you did, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of you having your hand on the Bible and you just like, so you just say that you'll tell the truth? Okay, this is very easy. Yeah. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> Nothing but the truth. 
So this is our first episode and, uh, since the the show has been a show. Right? Yeah, that's right. And it is it is really wonderful. It's tough because we've recorded so many ahead of time. Yeah. And uh, it did really feel like, oh, now it's now it's alive. Right. And people are responding. People right. are connecting with us. And it felt really good to have it yeah. exist. Yes, for sure. Um, and it, But it is weird where it's just like things will come up or, or people will respond to something from an episode. Right. And I want to be like, ah, oh, no. Just you got to wait nine more episodes yeah. for oh, me I to know. respond to. I know. <laughs> I've been trying to. Well, we, you know, we're all kind of working together to do the audio and video edits, or we're working to that point. Yeah. So I've been like basically been able to experience it as the listeners have experienced it because I'm listening to that episode as it comes out. Right. But if I wasn't, it would be hard for me to remember what we said in specific episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know there. There's at least three or four cancelable things said by right. all of us. And yes. sometimes oh, yeah. we force each other to co-sign on those things. Yeah, right. well, the buffoon baton gets passed between. Yeah. So... I, uh... <laughs> I like how it's like a trigger. I'm the Manchurian candidate. And I hear the winter soldier. Yeah, and I'm just, I get up and I walk. <laughs> Charlie Bucket was a pedophile. Yeah. Oh. Well, listen, I don't want to say. Uh, when we're recording this, uh, this is the first episode we've recorded since... The passing of Her Majesty, and I will—I oh. will admit here and do now. We, do we hate the Queen? No, I, I just want to be clear about this. I don't I know. Had no feelings whatsoever. I was emotionless about it. However, emotionless. Yeah. However, emotion fewer about it. However, I—I uh, I did hear the buffoon baton was passed between. Yes. I blacked out. Right. I woke up. The Queen was dead. The queen was oh. dead. Because oh, as soon that... as I heard that she died, obviously I'm like, well, somebody murdered her. Was that yeah, a yeah, naked yeah. gun? This 98-year-old, 104-year-old woman. Was that a naked gun movie plot where Randy... Yeah. Randy? Newman? Yeah. What's, what's his name? The, the baseball <laughs> player. O.J. Simpson. No, yes. the baseball player that had a gun hidden under third base. And there was a... You say a code to him. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there, there was a whole Top Gun, or Top Gun, no. There was, was a naked whole gun. Naked Gun yeah. movie where I'd love to see everybody was gun. being uh, Manchurian candidated <clears throat> into killing, like, the queen. Right. And I think Leslie Nielsen at some point Who's gets Randy it Jackson? Time. Who's Randy Jackson? Is that the, uh, the judge uh, on American Idol. There was, oh, a, there, right. was a, days. there was a baseball player at a baseball game, and they yeah. said the words to him, and right. he, he like... Daryl Strawberry. I thought it was, damn... Drill Strawberry. This is where we could use a producer of some kind to look it up. Yeah. But never speak. No. But don't worry. People will comment. Like, I can't believe you didn't know this. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, right. Uh, but yeah. I, Reggie Jackson. That's who it was. There we go. Yes. We did it. Randy Ooh. Jackson is pretty close to you Reggie did. Jackson. You did. It is. Not us. It well, is. I, I gave you R, the E sound, and Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. That's Vowels. Yeah, I gave you an extra vowel. You, you, you said it, and I spiked it. Two yeah. consonants. If for for the people uh, watching or listening to this who had it immediately and were shrieking, oh yeah, yeah. at their listening device, it's Reggie Jackson, you <laughs> idiots. Uh, we got there. We got there. We did get there. We got yeah. there. We yeah. did. Thank but, you. Uh, you thank know. you for shrieking. But R.I.P. the Queen. <laughs> I think so. I think what a so. weird transition. R.I.P. the Queen. Right? It, it, we it hate, is weird. We love, I don't know. You know what's interesting about the the Queen's passing. And this is so outdated by the time this episode oh, comes yeah. out. Oh, my God. But what is There's a new queen by the time this episode comes oh, out. Oh, and he is a <laughs> lot. 
Charles? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh my God, that's sausage fingered freak. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, I, it's it's weird. I love uh, I love England. I love going to London. I've been to London qu- uh, quite a few. Oh times. yeah, it's, you're an it, England guy. Yeah, I'm an Anglophile, right? Yes. I love a lot of British television, all that stuff. I enjoy it. I love London. London's my city. You and but, Charlie Bucket are both files. Yes. Just both people very different. Both files. people well, I don't want to babysit. How dare you? Uh, and so I really like going over there, and I love the 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 whole thing there but i am also very aware that i am basically all irish scottish ah harrington yeah it's the harringtons like that's what they say when you come in yeah all of them they all put on a horrible accent (laughs) yeah hey (laughs) no that's australia (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm scottish no you're not (laughs) but anyway uh so i do feel a real dichotomy there of like yeah oh this this lady she did good things too and then uh the irish scottish part of me is just like one down you know what can, I, can, I, to go. can i ask about this sure first of all i'm not a big like royal family understander you're not a royal watcher i don't get it i don't understand oh, it. the royals but like yeah. i saw someone at the supreme court or somewhere be like well you know i feel bad for the colonizer with the queen mm-hmm. and they're like oh you can't say that right so did she do a thing like that? Because I feel like Princess Di, who I think is also part of the family, if I'm not mistaken. She was. Uh, she was I don't, a candle in did, the wind. Did people mm. look at her as like colonizer? Or I thought she was like a beloved figure. She was. Also, she like she came in uh, to the family. Right. Like she wasn't born into the family. She came into the family. Oh, okay. So she's not, she wasn't blood related. Right. I okay, mean. So later yeah. she's and not really a colonizer. She was trying to she do. She just benefited off the, the blood of the colonizers. Well, she tried to do actions. a lot of good things. She did a lot of stuff yes, with humanitarian. Like landmines and things right. like that. A lot of humanitarian efforts. Good things uh, with landmines. How could you do a positive thing with a landmine? Well, you put, them where, them. You, oh. you, you, you put them where bad people are going to walk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. You <laughs> did, did a lot of good with landmines. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so his charity work with landmines was fantastic. <laughs> he found so many homes for those landmines. <laughs> <laughs> I will remember you. And it's just black and white photos of all these landmines in kennels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, so she did a lot of work with that. And she, I think she was beloved because she was kind of bucking tradition. Yeah. not yeah. And no pun intended, Buckingham Palace. Right. Uh, but the queen, <laughs> she did do good things. There are good things right. that the queen did. But the monarchy as a whole Not has so has been uh, a force for like, let's get our culture everywhere. Let's yeah. uh, let's let's take over. And you know, going way back, uh, you know, India and yeah. the Congo, and you know, oh man, everywhere, uh, well, America, Congo is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, and America. That's yeah, a, I, I saw that movie. That's where there needs to be some landmines. Is that oh. what we're? <laughs> no, that's not how we fix anything. But but no, you it didn't is see a those thing. apes. It, and like uh uh you know like it's that idea of like everything in in every single fucking museum is stolen. Yes, it's for a sure. stolen thing from another culture. So right, that's a, that's a part of it too. But I'll say this about the whole thing, and this is like the 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 small view of it. This is the microscopic view yeah. of this whole thing. Myopic, really. Uh, so ridiculous. And I'm sorry. Just you can skip ahead. From me talking, um, they I, always do. They always do. Thank you. <laughs> there, there is this feeling in me where I'm like, now that she's gone, mm. because she was the queen forever. Yes. Yeah. Like she was the queen not only for our lifetimes, 
but our parents' lifetimes as well. Yes. Right. And then some of our grandparents. Yes. For sure. Um, there is this feeling of like, eh, can we just like stop it? Yeah. We don't have to do anymore. Had a good run. Right? Yeah. Like, how could you look at King Charles and yes. be like, yeah, he's the king. It's like, yeah. no, you're Prince Charles, dude. Like, you you yeah, were shitty. Yeah. And we yeah. know that about you. Yeah. You know what I mean? The dude wanted to live in a woman's vagina. Now now you could hear me say it, right? <laughs> well, so he, 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 he said he wanted, he wanted to be a tampon. He he said he wanted to live in her uh, in her knickers or whatever, and then uh, and then That's he said, cute. "Oh, knowing my luck, I'd come back as as a Tampax." He good, said a brand too. Wow! Like and they chuckled. Good uh, good luck or bad luck? Oh, karma wise. Well, I mean, what is he saying? He wants to live in her panties if he comes yeah. back as a tampon. That's he he didn't want that. Oh, he did. That would be bad. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Now I'm yeah. yeah. Now, oh, well, I, I will. long live the king. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff flying around with Mr. Army Hammer. You know the cannibal? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know about... now. So I haven't watched the new Army Hammer documentary. Did you see the trailer for it? Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah. I want to watch it so bad. Yeah. Uh, Armand, you know about the whole thing? Yes. About how, like, Armand Hammer, who, who I guess made Armand Hammer the stuff, right? No, okay, so now you're no? now all right. Now you have the wheels have fallen off of your little cart. Well, I'm taking the buffoon baton. Army Hammer, yeah, is is a is an, an actor. actor. Arm and Hammer <laughs> is the brand. I I'm not. It's not Armand Hammer. It is. His dad's name is Armand Hammer. I know, but but it but the brand is Arm, and then uh, uh, an ampersand. Yeah, I I'm I'm not Hammer. kidding. Yeah, I'm. I'm 99% positive his dad's name was Armand Hammer and started Arm and Hammer. Okay. Right. I am the 1%, and I'm going to look it up while you continue to talk about the You look it yeah. up and see if I'm yeah. right or if the I, real facts are fact right. Fact checker. I would, I would love for you to be right in this instance. I just don't think you are. Yeah. So fact check in this fact documentary checker, trailer, which I, I, I believe that the... the uh, the trail, I believe it's airing on like Discovery or whatever, yeah, A&E yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And... I think they have Army Hammer's sister and some of his ex-girlfriends, and they're talking about how the history of the Hammer men, mm -hmm. his his father, grandfather, MC. were all like abusive. Yeah. Like, okay, so yeah, that's bad. And they couldn't stop because they felt too uh, too legit. Right. I'll, to I agree. I think that that's you know bad. All right. I fact checked. You yeah. ready? Yeah. It is often claimed that the brand name originated with tycoon Armand Hammer. However, the Arm and Hammer brand was in use 31 years before Hammer was born. How did he found it 31 ha years before he was born? Time travel. <laughs> uh, Hammer was so often asked about the Church and Dwight brand that he attempted to buy the company. While unsuccessful, they acquired enough stock for him to join the, the board of directors in 1986. He remained one of the owners of Arm & Hammer until his death in 1990. So he was one of the owners of Arm & Hammer? Yes. Yeah. Okay, but, I'm right. But, but it wasn't named. He didn't found it. Yeah. He didn't found it. It was a weird coincidence. Like I if think. there was a if they, there was a new product called Ray Harrington's, and it was just a, right. a thing, and then you bought that some. That was the pull? I, in my head, I was thinking, like, if, if you happened to be a woman named Crystal, and your last name was Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> All and right. In so the anyway, 90s, you. I want to. I want to say. I think the, the 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 cruelty that the Hammer family has dealt upon people is yeah. not good. Yeah. I, I'm not standing for it. Whatever. However, I don't like the idea of like 
sexual text messages that are between two people. Yeah. Like I want, I want to be your, I, I, not I want to be your tampon, but whatever he said about tampons yeah. or Army Hammer being like, I want to nibble your ribs or whatever he said. He he said <laughs> he said like, I want to eat you. I want to tie you down in public and let people do whatever they want to you. That's not a cannibal. No, not that part. <laughs> not that part. I don't like the. I, here's what I feel like. Barack Obama, he's our buddy. We Why are we him. pulling Barack? Like, we're pulling Barack. <laughs> if he texted Michelle Obama and uh-huh. was like, I can't wait until you give me a, a, the blowjob of all time tonight. Sure. If you read that in court. Pretty, yeah. pretty anticlimactic statement. If you read that in court, he it would be like, this guy is fucking fucked up. But really, it's just. No, a, that's just a, that's a text. It's that's a sexual a text. text, but when you put it in a dry place in public, it becomes but when really different. There is a difference between like, I want a, a bajibber at the, at the end of the evening. Yes. And I want, like, I want you to submit to me and allow me to tie you up somewhere For and sure. let strangers have sex But that's not cannibalism. Wait, wasn't no, one of not. his texts, I am 100% a cannibal? Yes, that, exactly. That might have been just a sexual oh, fun. Why are you <laughs> defending him? Yeah, why are you defending him? I hate him? the hammers. I no, don't but even you use Arm and Hammer anymore. Here. Since this happened, I have not used Arm and Hammer deodorant. This is going to be evidence. This will <laughs> absolutely saying, be evidence. I just don't like that idea. That I don't know okay, how you, know you couched I, yourself in this corner where you're his defense <laughs> attorney. Exhibit AC. Okay, He's yeah, already yeah, gone yeah, through yeah, the alphabet. Army Hammer not doing great things. Prince Charles saying he wants to live in someone's panties. That's just different. That's I a silly like thing. I feel like that's silly. That's a silly thing, but they're different things. The two the two things are different. I think they're different. Yeah. But I just... I well, think, you got to look at nuance when but, it comes to this But is that why you don't like uh, Prince Charles? No, that I don't give a shit about that. That's like oh, an anecdote. That's okay. an anecdote. I've seen a million people talk about this. They're like, now yeah. we have a king who wants to live in someone's panties. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, you got to let him be a person, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't like the idea. I, of He a, is using taxpayer money to build giant panties. Yeah. Oh, well, so, <laughs> I mean, I don't like the. I, I don't like the idea of a, like a monarchy He's family giving out silver tickets, right, for children to come visit. <laughs> oh, but the panty house just tying all this together. I, I don't. I don't love. I don't understand or like the idea of a monarchy family. Well, it's like, well, this guy's next. I don't like that. Yeah. But if there is someone, I don't love the idea of people being like, he's not a good leader or whatever because he said this sexual thing it's in a not private because text. of that okay uh but my right. thing my thing is like i think it's uh because the queen existed uh ubiquitously like yeah. with us she was just always here yeah now that she's gone it's like oh no but this is just that guy from the tabloids right. you know what i mean and yeah. it, it's, it does oh, feel different oh yeah for sure i mean yeah. like i said the monarchy thing is just weird to me i yeah. don't really understand it i uh i did not expect that we would talk about this no no no, no. We i don't even know to. if it's Good. I think it's good. I, I think, think it's, it's interesting. Right. I think, I think are... Chuck's defense of Army Hammer's cannibalism is not good. Not, that's not good. I'm, yeah, not, that's in, not, good. I'm not in favor of cannibalism you, per se. Chuck, you why, why so... do you have to add per se? <laughs> yeah, you... Whoa, there's a lot of delicacies. I, I don't know about other cultures. Oh, no, you said it's a delicacy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... I... I... That's all, folks. I'm an adventurous eater. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I like the idea of you going, uh, is that spicy? Is that spicy? Do you know that? So when we did the Chuck and Brad podcast, which yeah. eventually transitioned to this, um, I we did an episode when Army Hammer first came out before we knew how serious the allegations were. Yeah. Where Brad and I came up with a bunch of Army Hammer jokes. We did. Oh, and man. it were really funny. I texted. Did you ever hear I, that Army Hammer... 
he just like he he'll just like tell like really long stories. He'll really chew your ear off. Oh <laughs> god. <laughs> you know, Army Hammer, oh. he's a he's a man after my own heart. No, seriously. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, texted yeah. me he wants to eat my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you got one? I don't remember this. I think at this point you could chew my pinky off. I'd I'd rather do that. I don't need it. You know what you I mean? I don't need one? the pinky. Can you come up with one? I don't want to. I told funny. You, no, I told fun. I told you my joke. Uh, I texted you this when the trailer for the documentary came out. Yeah, yeah. It was just a series of shots of you know it's a uh, straight on talking to these women and they're they're delivering right to the camera and they're talking mm. and. The way it was built, and I texted you this, or I talked to you on the phone about it, and I was like, I, this is a serious thing, and I, do, I can't do this joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I would, I really want to edit this, and I wanted to put out the trailer again. Yeah. And as it's going through the series of women, yes. then it cuts to me yes. just sitting there going, he wanted to eat my butt, and I, did, I said no, and he said, are you sure? And I said, I think I'm sure. And then he tried, he bit my butt. He bit my butt. And just like doing yeah. that kind yeah. of stuff. Like it's, it, look, yeah. it's not funny right now. Right. <laughs> it's not funny right now. But in editing, oh, yeah. in editing, it's not funny right now. But in editing, it would be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, but you just, you can't do that. No, <laughs> no I know. You can't but do I, that. I like the corny ones. That's fun. Yeah, uh, they're good. It's hard to make deals with Army Hammer. He just like he overestimates how much you should pay. You know, last time I made a deal with him, uh, cost me an arm and a leg. Uh, <laughs> Come on, do one. Uh, I want to do one. I prefer not to. No, I, I don't. I don't want to be dragged You know what I think the problem is? I think in this particular bit, you have bitten off more than you could chew. I want to leave. I want to leave. I I don't feel safe, and I want to leave. Let's talk about something else. Anything let's, else. Let's close the casket on this particular yes. thing. Yes. All right. Okay. Let's just say R.I.P. the Queen. Yes. But also, uh, Hammer. I'm Irish, so fuck off. Yeah. Also, the queen also is dead. like, let's. Like, I can't wait to say R.I.P. the monarchy. Right. Yes. Oh, and also Arm right. and Hammer. Maybe you shouldn't support them because if you don't like cannibals. Can I be honest with you? I don't know. I don't know. Is it baking soda? It's baking soda. <laughs> and it is just kind of a thing of like, I get, like you put it in the refrigerator to keep things fresh. Can I ask you a question? And it's a baking. Can I ask one more can question I, about Army? You, only, if you, army. only if you keep it really high like yeah. you just did. Hey! I have one more Army Hammer question. Higher. I, I, buffoon baton here. A little bit higher. In, in, enlighten me. A little higher. I'd love to. These The women talking in the documentary. Mm-hmm. He might have abused in some way. Like we don't. I, don't, I haven't watched it yet, so I don't know exactly yeah, what happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we think Army Hammer has killed and eaten a human being? Is that a thing? No, 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 no. That's very different. Then saying I'm 100 percent a cannibal is it that different? It's, no, it's different I, to I, eat I, a I, human being than yeah. say I'm 100 percent a cannibal. Explain that. Yes, it's different to eat a human being. Than anything, than to eat, than to say you're a cannibal. How can you even say it? I don't. I think I. I don't want to do. I. I. Don't is he a cannibal? What's going on here? He. No. It's not. A, here's the. Here's the issue. This is a boring answer that is real. Okay. Here's <laughs> yeah, the real I, I boring answer. Thank you. Here we go. Man, this episode is boring. Here we go. So. <laughs> 
Are you hot? Hey, keep like, going. Keep going. I thought that was you eating somebody. <laughs> so uh, I think the issue is this: the army, the army hammer uh, scandal. He has been. He has a history of being an overbearing. Uh, uh, abusive yes. uh, boyfriend, lover, whatever you want to call mm-hmm, it, you know, mm-hmm. being too controlling and a little violent and all those things and making women feel unsafe. Uh, that is not a good thing. One aspect of it is in the level of control that he is is doing and having oh. having girls disconnect from their friends and family and like keeping them essentially and keeping them small and, and, you know, being, being that kind of violent, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, in an aspect of that, part of it is some of those texts had, you know, a a phrasing of like, I'm a hundred percent a cannibal. I want to eat you along with, I'm going to tie you down in public and blah, blah, blah. Those things. What happens is this very real situation of a pattern of abuse. Yes. The public gloms on to the sensational to the thing. sensational thing exactly the same way okay. with Prince Charles and like the, the stuff he was sending back and forth with uh, I think it was Camilla Parker Bowles I don't yeah. remember mm. but it was salacious because this very ridiculous thing was said right the okay. cannibal thing grabbed everybody's attention but the very real situation is something. That is not as fun to talk about. Does so he's that make not, sense? He's not a real cannibal, probably. He's probably not a real cannibal. I mean, would you be a Maybe he's eaten a piece of somebody. Yeah, but I don't think he's killed a person no, specifically no. to eat them. No. All right. All right. I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're, here's, here's you're a real question, with that then. answer. Here's oh. a real question. How much of a person would you have to eat to be considered a cannibal? <laughs> I think any, any, like, okay, let's say Brad's at home, like, chewing his fingernails and he swallows one by accident. Yeah. Not a cannibal. No, no. However, I think if you intentionally eat any part of a person, you're a cannibal. Right? I mean, that's that's the old joke of like, ah, oh, they don't call me Ray Harrington the bridge builder. They don't call me Ray Harrington. Right, the, yeah. right, yeah. Yeah. One goat. I think, I think, uh, I think if you eat a person... I eat a part of a person yeah. on purpose because you like it. Cannibal. This is a weird place, but I like this weird hypothetical world we're living in where like could, Would you eat a little part of a person? I mean, if am I crashed in the Andes? Yeah. I guess. Oh, all right. You're at a party, but and like it's, you know, you're a comedian and it's all your favorite comedians around and they're all like and it's I, I, I hesitate to use the phrase finger foods because it's a dumb pun. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's appetizers. Yeah. And uh, it's just like human, human, human flesh <laughs> on a little, uh, like a Ritz cracker with some cheese. Yeah. And, but all your comedian friends are doing it. And they're like, what's the matter, Ray? And so it's a peer pressure thing. Yeah. And then I would just be like, oh, no. I think I might yeah. eat a piece of a person if I could talk to the person and they were part, they liked it. They what, if they, what, if, what if it was like a final wish? What if it was like, what if in I, my I, living I, will, yeah. I was like, I want, because I've joked about this. I have joked about like, it, you know, when I die, having in my will that, <laughs> that I get cremated and then my ashes are put into a jello mix. <laughs> and then everyone at the wake or funeral gets a square of the jello. Oh, yeah. And it is explained to them yeah. that yeah. this is me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and See, then I they would, all eat it. I like the idea of when I die. Yeah, they just treat it like a pig roast. Like they put the apple in my mouth, oh, man. and then it's Brad and Ray, you know, cranking, cranking it over the thing. On the I spit. think I'd, I well, I I think it's nice that they'll let me out of jail. 
You think I'd have to wear something? Yeah. I'd have to wear like a like a thong or something to cover my penis. Uh, you're dead at that point. <laughs> yeah, but at my funeral, my penis is out. You guys are cooking me. What are you sick? <laughs> I, on, I, the penis is the best part. I think, I, I, best I, think part. I, th- I think we we dress the corpse like uh, <laughs> the idea like that I put you in this hypothetical. Yeah. It's like a little delicacy. It's like a little delicacy. Yeah, hey, yeah. it's a, it's a medium delicacy. Who wants the little bit of penis? Yeah. <laughs> Who wants the little tiny bit of penis? I do. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Chuck. We have to. We'd have to skin you first. Yeah. Oh, do you skin a pig? Yeah, I think so. No, I didn't mm, think so. I think I it's would. a pig. You don't skin a pig. All right, I would. Okay. I would skin Chuck. Yeah. Sure. That's fair. And yeah. then, you know. <laughs> put him on? Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right. Put it in your living you, you will. You got to do I it. I wear a suit of Chuck Station. You have suit. 10 years to do it, to come up with a great impression of me so that when I die, you can put on my skin suit and make I, a group. I mean, I'm not going to be around in 10 years. <laughs> well, you got to do both Neither of us. Yeah. yeah. Sucks to be you. Yeah. <laughs> You're all alone on that spit roast. You're just going to burn on one side. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's Army move the hammer fuck on. aside, cannibalism aside, let's, for let's, the moment, because I would like to revisit this, because maybe. You on know, your dating I've eaten profile? A lot of stuff. Um, I've eaten a lot of stuff. Well, there's some despicable stuff to eat, and it's some of it's delicious. What, what else is despicable? Fish eyes. I mean, Gross. people mm. could say veal is despicable. Sure. That's despicable. What if you eat a person that has been treated like veal? As that's soon as they even, were born, they were bad. just, oh, that's, of course it's bad. <laughs> well, I like how you said that like a child. Pointing I'm thinking, to, that's bad. I'm thinking of the, the situation where we go to this nice restaurant. It's so fancy. The chef brings out a thing and it's, it's just beautiful. It's plated well. You're like, what is this meat? What is this meat? It's Brad. And he's like, hold on. He's like, I've been cooking for 50 years. I've perfected everything. There's no more challenges. This is what it is. And he pulls up his sleeve, and it's all his skin is gone. Now, see, that's muscles. a different thing. And that's he's like, he's thing. like, I'm trying to perfect how to cook people. Although yeah. he's probably going down a dark path. Maybe you think he's going I, down a dark path? I think path? he's already yeah. pretty far down that dark path. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I think Sorry. if he's serving part of himself to you, yeah, for sure. And then also coming out and making sure you know. But this, but this part at least is uh, consensual. Yeah, if he's like, I would like you to eat me. Yeah, that's what that's I mean. A different. He's thing like, I've made. It, well. I want it. I want you to try yeah. it. So we're all there. We're yeah. all eating pieces. And by the way. Then we love it, and then it's like days later we're like, right? This is, isn't this every like the plot of every single cannibal storyline. I don't know any cannibal storylines. Oh, okay. Except for Army Hammer. Oh, all right, that's fair. This is I. Why? What? How did we get here? How did <laughs> you started talking here? about the queen. I feel like I'm looking up in the middle of the woods, and I'm like, I swear there was a path. Uh, yeah, here's what happened. We said our our, our secret phrase uh, that I'm oh, not going to say now. Next yeah. thing we know. Cannibals. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway. we're forty-five minutes we're away from. We're not. I'm not jumping into cannibals. No, you're pro you're waiting. Army Hammer. I'm dipping in a toe. Listen, let's move on to. <laughs> yeah. You're dipping in a toe, but into some nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's not your toe. It's not your toe. <laughs> no, no idea whose toe it is. No, we just found it. <laughs> yeah. I'm dipping in a toe. That was good. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, so we want to talk about the fact that the podcast is out and people are checking it out. And as of this, and writing, now they've stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the episode where they said they wanted to get into cannibalism. No, 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 no. Chuck said you said we're all a buffoon. So anyway, yeah, but you're holding the baton. Yeah, okay. So leg. (laughs) So we, uh, yeah, the episode, the episodes have come out. Yeah, like I think the response has been really positive. I really appreciate everybody that's been listening. It's been super fun sharing. Yeah, Yeah, it's been great. Um, And uh, yeah, we wanted to talk about some. 
you know, the response in general. Yeah, it's been really positive. I, I've gotten emails. I've gotten messages yeah. uh, on my own social media. Of yeah. course, the, the messages that we get on Funbearable Pod on all of the platforms. Right, yes. Uh, we have gotten some emails. I checked in on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to just start replying to the right. emails on my own. We'll talk about how we do that. I think and we should do it on a, on a, a bonus and like put it up like like, yeah. as, like when we get them so there's more timely. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great idea. And uh, and we've also gotten some lovely reviews on iTunes because yeah. that is a big part of right. podcasting. Is uh, you know on iTunes getting ratings yes. and getting and let's reviews. Make that, let's make that clear to the audience. If you want to go on iTunes uh, and review us, that would be really helpful. Right now, we have a perfect five star. Right, which is very cool because they wouldn't let me rate it. Right, yeah. and uh, if you there's actually one one star. There's like is there's there? like there's like thirty six five stars and Ooh. one one star. You know what I like about that stuff? Uh, as a comedian, I feel like this happens uh, where you'll see like you'll put out a thing on YouTube or whatever, and it's like stand up clip or something. Yeah, and then you'll see like one dislike or something like that, and and it deep in my heart, I'm like. That's someone I know. Oh, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, that this is, is for this sure. This is someone yeah. who I yeah. I, I, <laughs> this is this is someone who has I a, wouldn't eat his butt. <laughs> who has a personal thing with me? I figured somebody he doesn't like it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, but yeah, if you want to go to iTunes, just you know, rate us, leave leave comments and reviews. A everywhere. Review is, is that would be really great really too, helpful. Because like the rating is good, but uh, rev- something about the almighty algorithm requires like a review the, the, as well. The typing, yeah. Sixty-seven percent of this podcast has gone on record as saying they wouldn't be cannibals. Right. Thank like, you. That's a good yeah. percentage. That but, is. But and then maybe maybe but yeah but then we're gonna meet a chef. Yeah, who's really <laughs> <laughs> I like this new this new runner that we have going on. It's it's so funny but, because there's been I, I do want yeah, to say this side thing real quick yeah there has been like you know we're all sensitive boys behind the scenes we are very sensitive sensitive boys so like we all have seen comments that have hurt us right oh my god right it's always it's always on stuff that's like outside we see we should we should cut out all of the cannibal conversation (laughs) and just talk about this because i could do two hours about this we were talking on the phone last night i don't want to get too into it because i don't want to make it bad but like no it's funny because you know, Brad will be like, I'm sensitive about this. And then someone will say a shitty thing. I'm like, I'm sensitive about this. Someone will say a shitty thing. You say. And yeah. so we see all these comments. But it does make you start to think, what is my role in the podcast? Which is why I opened with the like, am I the buffoon of this, oh, of this yeah. group? Sure, of this right, group? yeah. Which, which I think is okay. I think that we all have to come in with strengths and weaknesses. I think we all share the buffoonery, though. Oh, we do, I, we genuinely, do, we do yeah. share it somewhat. But I yeah. do think we all have to come in with strengths and weaknesses. And right. I think one of my strengths is being really stupid sometimes well, i'll be honest i'll be honest with you like this idea of like uh, i like be- the way i put it as a strength and not yeah. a <laughs> because well, being, being in, willing in to play the fool terms. yeah, yeah sure, exactly sure that's true yes but i i mean and i have a lot of real questions yeah um but like, i was gonna say i want to tell you a funny thing that someone said to me in real life uh but can i can i quickly just say this yeah uh in terms of like getting the response and stuff like that and being sensitive boys right um I was thinking about this idea of the joke of, oh, you have a big ego, or the mm. joke of, I have a big ego, or the joke yeah. that Brad is angry. Yes. Um, not, I, a, not a joke. I think you have the most sensible level of ego uh, in terms of, like, it's not too big. In fact, I think it's too small. I think you should yes. be more egotistical of yourself, right? Thank you. You're, you're welcome. Yeah, uh, and I, agree I with that. And what I realized is you and I joke back and forth about having big egos. Yeah. Here's what I think it really is. We're the most insecure people on the face of the earth. That. I think our <laughs> egos are okay. 
sometimes can grow, but are okay. But they're very fragile. Oh, oh for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am the most insecure person. I think that's where my whole I think sex addiction thing comes from. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really think it is. It's like, I feel like I am the most insecure person. Yeah. And it can come across. like One time, uh, I remember someone criticized me. This is uh, in my senior discount days where I was doing the band stuff a lot. And I wrote to someone in another band. And I said, hey, I'm Chuck from Senior Discount. And my message was, and I think Brad might remember this. Yes. We're just trying to reach out to other bands that we don't have a relationship with and just kind of introduce ourselves. Yeah, yeah. And say, if you ever see us on a show that we're that we have and you would like to get on the show, just reach out to me and I'll help see if there's a spot in the show. Like, you know, hopefully that goes in the other direction too. But if you ever want to hang out or say, hey... And I just did this across the board with a lot of bands I didn't know. I thought they'd yeah. be smart. And someone wrote back and was like, basically criticized me and said like, oh yeah, like like I don't know who you are, blah, 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 blah. And they yeah. were saying it was egotistical for me to introduce myself like that. Yeah. But I was like, isn't it the opposite of egotistical right, to yeah. assume that someone doesn't know who yeah. you are? Well, like that's the, that's the idea of a lot of times people assume that I'm... You know, I, I I have nothing but ego. I'm just a walking ego because I do stand up comedy. Right. And my thing is like, oh no no. See, the secret is that I do this because yeah. I need people to show that they like me. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm convinced they don't. And exactly. in fact, my default setting is you don't like me and you're mad at me. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's all exactly. I have all the 100%. time. It's, it's like uh, our egos are made are like the size of a castle, but they're made out of something you know not really substantial. <laughs> Castle back in, baby. DC. Mm. By the way, got an idea for our first shirts. <laughs> oh no. They're a little messy. Yeah. <laughs> They're wet. <laughs> They're very wet. Name a type of shirt you've never seen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wet. <laughs> but, but I do think it's a thing. And uh and I, I wanted to say, like going into this when we first started recording, yeah, uh, you know, uh, far ahead of when we started releasing, because we wanted to do this the right way. Right. right. I was really, really excited. Mm. And then there was this thing of hearing some of the comments from the Chuck and Brad listenership yeah. that were uh, less excited about me being involved in right. this thing that is is a 33, 33, 33 kind of thing. Yes. We leave 1% for... Uh, the queen. The queen. R.I.P. And uh, <laughs> Delicious. R.I.P.Q. <laughs> R.I.B.B.Q. Oh, no! <laughs> Nope. Nope. I'm not going to engage with this. I heard Chuck was in the queue to see the body, and he just kept going, I want my baby back. Right? Uh, he gets, cl he gets closer, he ties the bib around. Yeah, he's, he's going like this to the whole rest of the crowd. Chili's baby. Like, no. we're, we're not sure and what no that is. is. Yeah, we don't no know. Anything. And then Megan Markle's like, barbecue sauce. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we're laughing. Yes. We're laughing. See, this yeah. is my insecurity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, we're laughing. I say a joke, and you can laugh, and I go, "Wasn't that good?" Oh, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Tell that's what laughing it. is. I've joked about it with you guys before. Like yeah. when I do a show, if somebody, if if everybody's laughing, I can look out in the crowd, and if there's one person not enjoying it, arm crossed, I'm like, "That one gets it. They get it. They know. They, they, they know. The they truth. know. Yeah. I'm a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But." Uh, uh, it was a weird thing to be so excited about this thing that didn't exist yet. And then also be like, oh, no, I'm just hearing like, oh, you want to make a fun thing with your friends? Just don't. 
talk. Just shut up and don't be a part of it. I will, and it's like, oh, I will it say, hurt my heart. A lot of the Chuck and Brad listeners that 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 had expressed any sort of hesitation, it was more like a lot of them really were like, Ray is really, really funny. But I really only I'm not even kidding. People, no, I know. I know. Look, it's, there it's that thing of like you can like you said the other night when we were talking about like the negativity of the Internet as a whole. Yeah. You can read a hundred positive comments. Yeah. And then the one that this, one comment yeah. that's like, I didn't like it. Well, that's this, the one you remember. Actually, I wanted to ask yeah. you about this. Sure. So with the listeners of Ray Harrington Must Content, which is the two the other podcasts that merged with Chuck and Brad. Yeah. I don't. Did you really kind of announce this? I did not. Interesting. Be, well, because it was a newer podcast, <laughs> right? Right. You it's know different. what I mean. It was a newer podcast, and it was like interview based. So it was really just, hey, I'm going to start a new thing with my yeah, friends right. here, and we're going to have a good time. We're right. merging these things, but you guys had a long established thing, right? And it was together, so you had yeah. this thing structured. And, you know what and, I mean? And we have episodes of the Chuck and Brad podcast. Enough of them with you. That those episodes alone exceed maybe eighty percent of all podcasts that have been created sure, in terms yeah, of episodes. Yeah, so yeah. we already have a history of the three of us together on right, our podcast. Yeah. So yeah. it is a weird thing to feel yeah. like going into something like, oh, there's people already just not happy that I'm even doing it. You know what I mean? And we talked about it just yeah. as in general, and I don't want to. I don't want to stick on like yeah, the Chuck yeah, and Brad listenership sure. thing. There was one comment that I was like, "Fuck you!" I was <laughs> that, really. I think that was the, the guy that was like, "Listen, I'm going to write a shitty comment. I'm in a bad mood," and he said a yeah. bunch of bad stuff yeah, about yeah, yeah. Like, senior discount shouldn't be the ending songs, and he had all this list of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he called me like a, a usurper and a hanger on and a coattail rider, and I wanted to be like, uh, "I'm just looking at the TV listings of." It, it just made me feel like shit. It made me feel it. It. You know what happens when that kind of stuff goes down? It makes me reactive it makes me defensive yes and makes me because i was just about to make a joke about like oh i i didn't i missed the episode of conan that you guys were on right that's a shitty fucking place to be yeah and i hate it it was it was back comedy it was, it was back in the nbc yeah days. We, damn yeah. you he guys was the were masturbating on bear yeah. oh you were the masturbating bear <laughs> yeah. all this whole time yeah well it was it's basically funny, yeah. here's the funny story conan just walked into brad's dressing room and he was dressed as a bear and masturbating well i heard and he's like all right well we need a bit we need a bit <laughs> yeah when i was talking to well, andy I? I was talking to Andy Richter backstage, and uh, and he told me that he walked in and you were masturbating, <laughs> right? And they were like, "Jesus, he won't stop. Cover him up. Cover yeah, him up." Yeah, yeah, and they yeah. put the bear costume on. <laughs> Cover him up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And then you had to go to the hospital right. for chafing, and then Brad had to step in. Yeah, yeah that's and, right. And I feel so bad that you he had to wear that you know costume. We, we were both in the suit. Oh, it was like a horse. Yeah. It was like a horse. I was, I was yeah. at the top. Yeah. So it was Brad's lower half, yeah. my yeah. top half. So we had to work together <laughs> yeah. for the masturbating. Yeah. And that's teamwork and bonding. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's more bonding than you're ever going to get out of a ropes course. You yeah. know what I mean? Anyway. But no, it is a weird feeling, because I hate that reactionary defensiveness yes and in, i think in stand-up comedy it's a thing where comedians are constantly we're, we're constantly looking at what everybody else is doing somebody yeah. gets a thing yeah and you're like you know what i mean yeah. or you're happy and, and but it is it is a unique moment when you're genuinely happy to see somebody succeed yeah where you're like oh that's great yes. and, and i try and live in that as much as humanly possible yeah it's tough but when there's this like general negativity that seeps in yeah and i think in this regard with fun bearable because we've had some wonderful guests that have shared that stuff with their community yeah kevin smith put the clerks panel on his youtube yeah mark norman posted our episode with him and he posted a clip of the episode right and well. andrew chavone 
took uh, took it back to his like Amish community <laughs> and showed it on a phone, and then they had to bury the phone. Can I tell yeah. you if there's if there's one person who I'm like, I really hope this person becomes a consistent part of our extended cast. Yeah, Chavone rules. Andrew Chavone. Is- you told me it was Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> That's for uh, dinner parties. <laughs> oh, 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 got it. No, but Siobhan, what a what a killer personality to add to this group, right? I think killer is the opposite word. <laughs> I think killer is exactly. I what think he's, gonna he's, turn he's, out he's to a be. victim. <laughs> <laughs> he's definitely a victim. <laughs> oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> is, but someone someone said like like why they said like so H Foley, who is one of the co-hosts of Are You Garbage? Yeah, which. Another great podcast. They're killing it. Kevin Ryan uh, has been on our show. And H. Foley actually messaged me recently. And he's a wicked nice guy. Stop stop reaching out to me. Stop following me. Yeah. Yeah. They know Siobhan. And uh, I looked up an old roast way before Are You Garbage was big. Yeah. And it's H. Foley versus Andrew Siobhan in a roast setting. Fun. And the judges are Robert Kelly, Ari Shafir, and Mark Normand. Wow. All three, wow. three people yeah. I know. Yeah. And... Uh, one of the jokes, and I don't remember exactly, so I'm going to butcher it, was Foley said to to Andrew Chavone, "Is like, what was your mother a carp? Like your eyes are on the side of your head, which which is so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's such a funny take on his eyes. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. But uh, Chavone, he's such a happy go lucky. Like, uh, sure, I, yeah. I love him. He's so funny. Yeah, no, there's a, but it is a, it is a real thing, and I do. We've talked about it. This idea of like the negative comments and stuff like that and we had a whole long conversation about it last night and it was funny because we talked when you were receiving some negative comments on a thing Mm -hmm. and i was like dude it's the internet don't worry about it tuesdays with stories yeah Yeah. and then i'm feeling it now yeah and i was talking to you and you were saying like dude it's the internet don't worry you know and it's the whole it's the same thing but i guess overall it makes me it bums me out because i look at this i look at fun bearable as a genuine funny thing that we make yes a fun world to be in yes yes where it is there is like connection human like connection and genuine feelings and stuff and friendship. like friendship yeah yeah but there's also this layer of let's have a performative bit of fun for sure and it's it's wonderful and it makes me just go like yeah come on in let's right, let's play right, let's right. all play let's let's yeah. just pull back the card a little bit yeah we coined it recently it's fun bearville yeah that's, fun this, bearville. that's where we yeah. live exactly and in this place where Everything is about laughing. Everything is about positivity and smiling and uplifting. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. very fun. Although in Funbearaville, we have had some issues with the police. Uh, I will just say, in Funbearaville, we have MCAP, but have which you, is most cops are best. <laughs> have you try, Have you gone to Army Hammer's new restaurant in Funbearaville? <laughs> <laughs> it's takeout, right? It's takeout only? Yeah. Because uh, he's like, no, 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 don't come in. Uh, <laughs> But don't, it look, is, don't look, don't look, don't look. No, 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 you no, know no. What's, what's weird is that the health inspector went in there three weeks ago, and I have yet to <laughs> see yeah, him. Yeah, that's true. That is true. There was a an A on a piece of paper, but it was clearly written in crayon. If, yeah. I want to know if you would smile with approval or not if you found out that Sweeney Todd is coming back to Broadway with Army Hammer as Sweeney Todd. Would oh, you be like, this is fucking amazing. Casting. Isn't that amazing? Hmm. First of all, he's a good actor. Sure. Lone Ranger. Yeah. Winklevoss. Yep. Yeah. Those are two roles he's played. Yeah. Sweetie Todd. And hey, everybody loves that Lone Ranger movie. Yeah. It was I, huge. I love the Lone Ranger movie. You did? I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, Chuck right. said did you ever his, see it? Chuck said his favorite thing about it was Johnny Depp playing a native character. Yeah, he's he like, loved it. Look, I, we, we need more roles of native 
Can to I, go to the whites. Can I say and this? And I'm like, you can't say the whites, can Chuck. I, and can, I'll say this. I'll say this real quick. And we're not going to go down this road. We, Ray and I were talking last night about how in the 80s there was a lot of movies that crossed genre. We were talking about yeah. Back to the Future, Gremlins, Goonies, and Ghostbusters, stuff like yeah, that. And, the, and uh, it, it's because I watched, I just watched last night the uh, the new Fletch movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. John, John, John Fletch. Yes. And it, it, was, it was fun. It was, it was fun. So we, it reminded me of the old 90s right. comedy where it's like, here's just a comedy thing, but that's like a mystery comedy. Right. Those are right. coming back, Knives Out, stuff like that. Go yeah. Ahead. So we were talking about it, and uh, we were talking about the idea of adventure movies. And I yeah. think that Raiders of the Lost Ark is a great example. Of course. And I think later on, one of the things that I appreciate, I'm not like a crazy person about this. I've only seen uh, each of the original. Excuse me. Are you going to throw up? <laughs> As you're talking, <laughs> you keep going lower. Like, I'm not going to. I got a charcuterie from Army Hammer this morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got an edible arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> so he said two thumbs up and then he sent two thumbs up. This is terrible. So this anyway, is terrible. So anyway. Um, I didn't watch the Pirates of the Caribbean movies until like after they were on DVD and Blu-ray and stuff. But when I watched the first three, I haven't seen after that really. Mm-hmm. I was like, I really appreciate what the Pirates of the Caribbean movies are because I feel like it is just like straight up adventure yeah. with fun. They had silly action. The whole scene where like to me, Johnny Depp running on the wheel backwards, that physics thing. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to something like the Fast Five, the Fast Furious Five. Uh, safe chase scene with like these these fictional movie um what's the word i'm looking for mechanics i guess sure yeah that couldn't really happen but are so fun to pretend and i feel like lone ranger was essentially the ex- it, i'm not sure about this exact same team that was making parts yeah. of the caribbean bruckheimer yeah. and so yeah. i feel like it's lone ranger is almost like another chapter in that world and the actual Lone Ranger stunt stuff of him like on the horse going down the train and having the shootout and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is exactly what I think is like fun for like adventure movie stuff. I'm not saying it's yeah. a great movie, but I really appreciated all that stuff. I think it was just a weird thing to come out. And and I remember because I was working at a movie theater when it came out. And, yeah. and I remember like the trailer is happening and getting like a cutout, you know, a standee. Yeah. Right. And just constantly looking at it going, Oh yeah, the movie that no one wanted. You know what well, I mean? Like, I think, it really was that. I think what happens is, and this happened with Green Hornet as well. Yes, is yeah. that there is this rash of like we have the property. That, yeah, so there's all these like superhero movies coming out and these different pro, you know, like products and IPs. Um, and Lone Ranger and Green Hornet, I think in continuity are both like related yeah. to Batman. Like, like he's like they're like his grand, the great grandfather and stuff in real life in like in DC like continuity. Isn't that true? I know they're related to each other, and yeah, I think huh. also related to Batman. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so so I, I think that. I think that what happens is you take these two properties, Lone Ranger, Green Hornet, yeah, and you're like, well, we have them. Let's try to do it. Yeah, and in a perfect world where you make the movies fucking awesome, maybe it does transcend and it gets to new people yeah, and they yeah, start. Yeah. But if the movies have a bunch of flaws in them, like Johnny Depp being cast as a Native American, it was Tato, Toto, Toto, Tonto, Tonto, yeah, him, and then like Green Hornet, Tato, that sounds like an Irish slur. Tito Jackson, hey fucking Tato, oh you better watch. Well, there's that, and then Green Hornet. I don't know if you know, but what's that guy's name? Kano, Kato, Kato, Tato and Kano. See, this is why that guy. I'll say this. They they, they were originally radio dramas, and The Lone Ranger was super popular, and they're like, let's bring it into more present times. The the non-white sidekick 
yeah. uh, will, will go from being a native to being uh, somebody of Asian descent and this mm-hmm. mi- mystical okay. power and everything. Oh, so okay. it was like yeah, yeah. it was like the formula. Right. Okay. Right. So I think that both of those movies, they're properties that people no longer were connected to, really. Mm-hmm. And also, there was a bunch of flaws within the movies that, like, some was part of the filmmakers' fault, some of them was not, whatever. And neither of the movies were that great, so they both were big bombs. So, although, even though I think Green Hornet has some good jokes in it and a bunch of great action stuff in it, I haven't seen it. Oh, you should should watch it. I have a genius idea. Okay. I'm ready for it. Yes. Okay. So, you guys want to make like billions of dollars? Yeah, I do. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Yes. Marvel. Okay. Yeah. I'm okay. on board. Yep. Yeah. You're with me. Marvel. Yeah. MCU. Uh-huh. All the characters all together. Yep. Yeah. Here's what failed. Yes. Is the Universal Monster Marvel mashup that they were trying to. They were yeah. not Marvel mashup, but they Monst- were trying to bring Monsters all of Dark the, Universe. Oh, yes. the Dark yes. Universe. They were trying yes. to bring all of that together. Mummy. All the Universal yes. monsters. The Mummy. The Werewolf. Right. Uh, the Wolfman. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Dracula. I you. Yeah. Dracul. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you ready? Yeah. Like the serial silver screen era uh, uh, combination. Yeah. We get the Green Hornet. We get uh, the Lone Ranger. Right. We get uh, Tarzan. We get uh, uh, Zorro. Zorro. Yeah. And we need one more because that's only four. What if we just put it in the world of War of the Worlds? What about H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds? Annie. We get Lil Orphan Annie. That's a a perfect combo. The five of them teaming up. To save the world. Does Annie mm. have a lot of powers, or what is she doing? She's precocious. Mm. Uh, I think she controls like the dawn. I think she's the dawn goddess. You, oh yeah, because she does. She sings the song, right? She sings the song. She also has an army of orphans, and that is not something to take lightly. A little True. orphan she, army. Yeah, a little orphan army. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She will fuck up a whole city. <laughs> little oh, orphan city. Little orphan Annie. No. Little Orphan Army. Yeah, because she just goes, all right, and then she sings Ooh. one quick note, yeah. What if you and f- then you feel a rumbling yeah. happening, and all the orphans are running out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's a ragtag nightmare. And then second property, we make a thing trying to get Army Hammer back in the good graces of the public, Little yep. Orphan Army. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> it's like Oliver Twist. Sure. I will say, and let's not go down this road at all, so I, I don't will want say to. this. <laughs> <laughs> Zorro was kind of outside of public like like care, but yeah. the, the Zorro movies in the late nineties I think did really well. I think yeah they were well. Well, the first was well received enough to get a second. Yeah, yeah. weird. Yeah. But I think they were. I, I would put those in that world of like Benicio del Toro was huge. Yeah, you're right. And they kind of gave him this thing. Yeah, he's killer. Yeah, yeah and they, and people awesome. were just like, oh, we'll see that. Yeah, because yeah, we're they, familiar they, with Zorro, but not really. And we love Benicio del Toro. No, not Benicio del Toro. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. Uh, yeah. That's why I, I shook my head. I'm, I'm a racist white. So I'm, I'm like, did Benicio del Toro? So Antonio. By the way, Benicio del Toro is Zorro. I'm watching it. Yeah. <laughs> Benicio no. del Zorro. Yes. So Antonio Banderas. Oh, you can do it. <laughs> Antonio. <laughs> to me, Antonio Banderas yeah. in his Zorro role. Was very similar to, and it's not not to this scope, but yeah. Robert Downey Jr. Finding Iron Man because it was just like you took someone. Have and you, you seen took, that documentary, Finding Iron Man? So you took the, this the essence of this actor 
and you just found like a perfect person for yes, him to be. Yes, yeah. And I apologize to no end. And Ant- Antonio Banderas is still doing like puss from Puss in Boots. I thought you were going to say doing, something else. I'm still doing. No, nope, nope, stop, 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 stop. I'm stop. still smashing boots. <laughs> oh, boy. But he's still doing that, which is a take on Zorro. Yeah. And he's just killer. Antonio Banderas is awesome. Yeah, he's great. I yeah. love him. Uh, but uh, I don't know why we went down this road. Let's skirt away from Lone Ranger, Zorro, Green Hornet, Little Orphan Annie. Let's get away from them. We're not going to eat the queen. That's just a joke. That's a goof. <laughs> just a goof. But for real, ma- uh, Brad, mail yourself. A list of what we just said yeah. about the about this this like so silver screen era. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> need that. That would be cool. Because I'm telling you, it's going to come together and it's going to be great. And I think Annie's thing, she's like the Hulk, where she mm. just has rage in her because she can't age beyond uh, like a little yeah. little ten year old girl. Right. But she's actually like forty. Yeah. And she's yeah. just so pent up. We you have know what we I mean? have a we have a character that's like that, don't we? Brad. Oh, we didn't. No, we had. The- <laughs> <laughs> no, on on Chuck and the Chuck and Brad podcast, you were on, yeah. and we came up with the ghost of uh, John Bennett. Ramsey. Oh yeah, <laughs> and someone someone commented on a fun bearable post recently on social media and saying yeah. like, "I'm hoping that the ghost of John oh, Bennett comes man. back." Oh no, that was funny though. We should we should release that as a bonus because yeah. I don't even remember the context. It was it funny. Was, it she was, was very like, what funny. What are you thinking about? Yeah, yeah. yeah. she had like a oh, cigarette. Oh sure, go ahead and fly here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She saw a giant lollipops and rainbows. <laughs> yeah. Everything. Yeah. yeah, it was like. Yeah, I love that. Who point. erased all my TLC programming on the <laughs> yeah, DVR? Yeah, that's what it was. The DVR. Yeah. 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 Oh, look at look at the little girl dancing. I've been doing anyway. I, I do that voice a lot. It's fun. That's a great voice. Yeah, you do it. You do it to unsuspecting people on the phone at late at night, right? <laughs> yeah. do. do you like scary movies? <laughs> no, is this the ghost of Jumping <laughs> Ramsey? Like, the phone rings. Hello. Do you like scary movies? And you're like, oh my god, oh my god. I'm like, no, mom, it's just me. <laughs> it's the G of JBR. <laughs> Ghost of Jean Benet Ramsey. Yes. Yes. So, uh, because this is the first episode that we are doing uh, after the the podcast is live and out in the internet world, right? And it's in people's ears and and then in their eyes, in their hearts, <laughs> like hearts. Lo- yeah, like locusts, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> like heartworm, like heartworm <laughs> locusts. Uh, and we're finally getting to the thing that we were going to do at the very beginning yes. of the episode. Uh, I, I brought in some of the reviews. Oh, I also we've got. brought in a review. That's Actually, oh. there were some reviews that I found that I thought were pretty telling, and I brought them in too. Oh. But before we go we into- We all brought reviews. We all brought reviews. These are from- I, I got mine from iTunes. Um, I got mine- Yeah, they're from iTunes I haven't too. checked Spotify. No, they're from iTunes. Okay. They're from iTunes? Yeah, where are you from? My Spotify. Yeah, I, okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah, mine are from the- Pandora? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they're from various places. <laughs> iHeartRadio? Before we move on, I did want to say something. <laughs> I was at a AOL poker podcast. G- I was at a poker game at Smod Castle, at Kevin Smith's Smod Castle. Yeah. He came down whenever he comes down. We oh, do a poker Kevin game. Smith's Smod Castle. Well, people don't know what it is. It's Kevin Smith's live venue. Oh, because I, uh, I often will go. I, I <laughs> I'll go to Quentin Tarantino's Smod Castle. <laughs> so I was there, and a guy came up to me that I've known. I've seen him a you bunch have to of times. Take time your there. shoes off. There. Whenever I see him, he's a nice guy, <laughs> and he's he's a wicked nice guy. Yeah, I always say hi to him. We have a good rapport. And he goes, I just want you to know, I've been listening to Fun Bearable. I said, wow. He goes, I was really, wor-. I didn't even know he listened to Chuck and Brad. He goes, he goes, I've been listening to Chuck and Brad for years. And I was really worried. He goes, because, you know, on Chuck and Brad podcast, Brad kind of comes off as a bitch. And I was Whoa! like, 
notes. <laughs> when you're right, you're right. And he goes, and I thought adding Ray to the mix, ooh, Brad's going to get, he's going to move to the back of the line, whatever. And he goes, but Brad has really stepped up and he is hilarious. And he goes, and don't get me wrong, when I say he's a bitch, he was hilarious. He was like, I love him. He's so funny. But I thought with another host, he was going to basically take a step down. No way. But he's like, he really stepped up. And I go, yeah. And he goes, and thank God you guys started a new podcast because I was never going to self-call myself a chuby, which is what we call our listeners. Ah, and I go, oh, so now you're a fun bear. And he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I get this guy now. I get this guy. And you said that, that was Kevin Smith? <laughs> it was not Kevin Smith. It was oh, another guy. It was QT. Oh, okay. Yeah, Got QT. It. Yeah. Got it. It was fun. Quick time? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anyway, reviews. Sorry. And, and I don't I would never use the word bitch to describe you. Thank you. Sincerely. Yeah. Unless you're having an argument with somebody. Yeah. Then well, I, well, then, well, then which is which is the yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, now I get it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh. Oh. <laughs> So we've got some reviews. We've got right? some reviews. And I want to share these because the reviews have been so lovely. Yes. They really have. And and uh, again, please uh, you know, go to iTunes, uh, give us uh, however many stars you feel we've earned. Keep in mind we do this for free. Uh and yes. uh, yeah. And uh, uh uh you know, leave a review. Please leave a review. Right? Yes. I, I left a review. Apple Podcasts, iTunes, whatever. I left a review. Oh wow! I'll leave on it. the podcast. I felt really weird doing it. Oh, that's yeah. okay. And I wrote uh, the the headline was quality, comfort, and price. And then the <laughs> and then in the subject I wrote uh, or in the the body I wrote that's nice. Yeah, I like that. It's perfect. From a, it's from a commercial. Yes. Yeah. So here you're gonna some, like the way you feel. I guarantee it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Jean Benet. <laughs> I have controlling stock in men's warehouse. <laughs> and the other owner of Armand Hammer is... You're not going to believe this. <laughs> hello. Hello. Caked in baking powder. Hello, hello, hello. It's the, it's the Ramsey twiplets. Uh, twiplets? Okay. I was going to say twins, and I remember there's three. Oh, all right. So uh, these are really fun. Uh, the first one I re I wanted to read, these these kind of came in as the podcast was was coming out. Sure. Okay. Uh, Matt G writes, already hooked. These guys are great. Looking forward to everything these three bring. Thanks. Great. Thank That's you, Matt nice. G. That's Sincerely, nice. thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, DDolo91 mm. said, I actually liked it. Coming over from the Chuck and Brad podcast, I was extremely, that's all in caps, extremely hesitant. Hmm. And all I can say is if you feel hesitation, give it a chance. I did and was happy to be proven wrong. Uh, that is a real review we got. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that great. That is close to what I was talking about. Right. In a positive way. I know. Right. I, it is. It ends up You being rose positive. to the occasion. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, because you, I read that and I'm like, okay, so... Chuck and Brad, they were fine. And then what's the change? What's the big change here? <laughs> it's a just big me. Change. It's just me. And they're like, whoa, I'm extremely hesitant. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you very much. D Dolo91. Love him. Dylan451 says, this podcast is new, but it's already helping save my marriage. My wife was ready to leave me, but when she heard the three of you on the podcast, she realized that the dating pool for a late 30s woman is abysmal. Thanks for the laughs and for fixing my relationship. Fun bears for life. You're welcome. So, yeah. That's yeah. nice. Okay. Thank yeah. you, Dylan. Yeah. Uh, and you're welcome, Dylan. Yes. You're doing good. Gavin K87 
writes, A longtime fan of Chunk and Bread, but especially Bread. Chunk is always mean to Bread, and I think Bread is the best. Definitely better than Chunk. I like that Roy is nice to Bread. Thank you, Gavin. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, How have we never gone with chunk and bread before? We've gone with chicken and burrito. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think if you got a food truck if you do chunk well, and it, bread. It, it was, it's a the stew. I, it's the a idea stew was, truck. The idea was that Taco Bell bought the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. But I do like, I like a food truck named chunk and bread. Yeah, for and stew. stew. Yeah. Mmm. Street stew. <laughs> Sandra MD, right? I don't know if that's like the last name right. initials or it if could she's be a, a doctor. doctor. Yeah. Cool. This quickly became my favorite podcast I listened to. Oh, thank you very much. I've been a true crime fan for so long, and this is a riveting tale, and I'm so hooked. I love how they're letting this horrible crime play out in real time on the podcast. It really gives you insight into the twisted mind of Chuck Staten and how the brain of such a horrible person really works. Chilling. Yeah, so probably oh, a doctor. Okay. Yeah, probably, yeah, probably a doctor. A doctor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. They, I think she likes you. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gavin K... 88. Huh. Uh, okay. Gavin K88. I don't know if that's different than 87. Uh, well, I'm 80. updating my review. Okay, so same guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm updating my review after listening to more episodes. Chunk is still being mean to bread. I think we could all be more like bread roll and not a jerk like Chunk Staten. I'll keep listening for bread, but Chunk is on thin ice. Roy is funny sometimes. Okay. Thank you, Gavin K. Thank you, Gavin, for the input. Something yeah. to think about. Yeah, we all have to have fans. <clears throat> Uh, Russell Bristle. Thank you, Russell Bristle, for writing in. Uh, already my favorite podcast. Thank you. The dynamic of the three hosts is so great. I love the quiet one, the loud one, and the louder one. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh a lot and learn about cool stuff. This is, very, this is yeah. a very nice one. Seriously, my favorite podcast. Give this a listen. You'll love Last Podcast on the Left. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. That's, they're thinking of the accident. All right. Yeah. yeah. It does break down roughly the same. <laughs> Cooper C writes, I love this podcast. Thank you, Cooper. This podcast is the perfect blend. I start every day with them. The hosts are strong but smooth. You can tell they care and roast each episode to perfection for an amazing brew of a podcast. These three beans are the best. I especially enjoy listening to them at cooperscoffeeco.com. Oh, oh wow. No. Wow. Cooper. Thank you. Thank you. Gavin K89. What? Oh, no. This could be a different Gavin. It could be a different Gavin. Mm. This just in, I'm updating my review again. Oh, same Gavin. Gavin. Yeah. I'm trying to be patient, but Chunk is still being mean to bread. And he's the best part of the podcast. Chunk is always making jokes, and I, for one, am not laughing. Like when Chunk does that voice that's supposed to be bread, who's he fooling? Bread doesn't <laughs> sound like that. Bread has a deep, masculine voice that's brimming with confidence. Chunk should be grateful that Bread is such a good friend. Like when he stops at Starbucks to pick up a coffee for Chunk and Chunk sends him to the wrong Starbucks and then lies about it. <laughs> he made me, I mean Bread, drive to two coffee shops for him. I hope Chunk realizes how lucky he is to have Bread. And Roy could stick up for Bread more too. Maybe the two of them could learn something from Bread because he's a cool guy. More Bread, less Chunk, just enough Roy. <laughs> And that's the last review that came oh, in. Man. And I think we had a reveal at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So 
thank you for sending in all of those those lovely, lovely reviews. Yeah. We really do appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. And also, I wish Gavin knew he could just update the review. He didn't have to keep changing the numbers. Just make a new account. And I'd like to say that day that Brad had to get me coffee, the reason that Brad was misled by me this was, is a poem. was because <laughs> it was because I told Brad which Starbucks to go to. And then Roy called me, and Roy and I got lost in conversation, as we do. As we do. <laughs> just strolling <laughs> the primrose Brent texted me, I'm at Starbucks. Did you order? I was like, oh, I tried, but the app was down. Because <laughs> I couldn't come clean. And I just apologize. a lie. Yeah. I uh, apologize for that. <laughs> it's fine. To you and Gavin. There's going to be another review soon. I uh, I, I have... Uh, yes, you have reviews I as have well. a review. Do you want to do your reviews? Do you want me to do mine? I'll do mine. All right. You can call, You can end it with yours. A lot of pressure. So though. I didn't get all the names, but this this review is on is on Apple Podcast right now on iTunes. Uh, this is from September 2nd from RBBB... Uh, it's RBBWBSTR86. This, this is a real one. Reboobster? I, I don't know. Robbie Webster? Excellent. Okay. Just as good as I expected. Chuck is a good dude, and I'm enjoying Brad and Ray more and more as I listen. We'll take it. Yeah. That sure. was a great... I think that's great. Thank you. Uh, another one. Another review. This is a great podcast. Chuck seems... pause there? Chuck seems to be the leader, which Ray and Brad obviously so desperately need i'm very happy for them to have found this man and it's great that chuck can corral them into such a fun and funny show five stars wow five stars that's hey, that's good right. yeah i think you're a leader like uh like uh, megatron or Psykill. yeah me too yeah. i think magneto cobra commander right uh the queen Coible. Oh. Yeah. um <laughs> another one this podcast is hilarious Chuck Staten is a legend in the podcasting field, working with Kevin Smith, Mike Birbiglia, Mark Norman, Joe List, Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers, Walt and Brian from Comic Book Men. The list goes on. I think that's it. It, it sure does. Yeah, I, think I think he even works on Drew Barrymore's podcast. Oh, the list yeah, did? Yeah, oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. but now the yeah. list is done. Yeah. So no surprise that he's continuing to kill it. Mm -hmm. Almost like a young Luke Skywalker with the guidance of eight Obi-Wan Kenobis. Okay. Anyway. Drew Barrymore as an Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> this hot shot, young gun, top gun, fun. <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cops. Yes. I mean, I you know I haven't read this review yet. So anyway, this this hot shot, young gun, top gun, fun bum is is added again with another hit. That's pretty well, good. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And who does he bring along? I'm guessing two hobos from that hobo camp that was set up in Providence. That's how they look and talk. Anyway. The, the writing style sounds familiar. But guess yeah. what? He must have rubbed off on them because these hobos are fire. Wow. wow. We're fire. Yeah. Hobos. And I can say he, he has rubbed off on a few hobos before. Yes. <laughs> and one fire. <laughs> he started a fire from rubbing yeah. off so hard. That closes. this. Yeah. Hobos, more like YOLO, this podcast is... <laughs> Dude, you're getting a Dell. He wrote. That's what it reminds me. He wrote, "Hobos, more like YOLO." This podcast is like sweet, sweet cocoa. <laughs> I hope they never know, show Cholo. <laughs> oh no, he's pulling in a rhyme scheme it's now. Loco on the low. Oh, no. All right, enough of that. Gotta go practice my oboe. 
All right. right. <laughs> okay. I have one final review. Okay, oh, good. All right. You're crying. I am. Because it was so it's touching. Beautiful. It was, yeah, it was very touching. I think that Ray Harrington and Brad Rohr are despicable humans. However. Oh. oh, okay. There is a however. Yeah. The chemistry between them and Chuck, when Chuck, their leader and caretaker, <laughs> is at the helm, it all works flawlessly. Mm. If this podcast ends, I honestly would like to see Brad and, Rhett, Brad and Ray either dead or maybe deported to a country that sucks. Won't name them here because I don't want to get canceled. Cough, cough, Syria, cough. But yeah, how did Chuck take the least likable people in the good old US of A and turn them into podcasting superstars? I'm thinking training and drugs. Lots and lots of drugs. How long until Chuck surpasses them and leaves them behind? I hope not long. But still, for now, Fun Bearable is the best podcast on planet Staten. So that's an interesting (laughs) one. It's a real... Wow. He loves it. And where did you get those again? Um, this was from my iTunes, Spotify, iSpot. Yeah, um, it, it was a mirror. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it's weird that like so many of them came in like very clearly all about because the ones I found. Well, I just picked random ones to read. I, I know, know, same. And the ones that oh. I found, they were kind of like about everybody, like no one star oh, of the it, thing. I didn't notice. No. I didn't. Think, it was just. It was. Very, I just remember it was, it was just general positive. It was very Brad heavy. The ones that you pulled. Oh, I, okay. I, I just know that you know. There's one person I know who who thinks the word hobo uh, really just mines that for a source of comedy. Mm-hmm. There's only one person I know. So mm-hmm. we'll have to talk to him after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I found one. It was on Spotify. Uh, username JC. That's all it was. Hmm. Uh, discovered this podcast because one of my friends listens to it and kept sharing their posts. So I thought, why not? LOL. This is a great uh, opportunity to point out. That's a good Please thing to do. Please share, share the, the posts. Share the reels. We yeah. spend a lot of time on those yeah. all the time. We, we do the show. You enjoy it for no money down. Not money. And uh, and the only currency we ask is just, you know, share it a little bit. Share Tell some it. people. Tell yeah. people. Yeah. Read the review. Uh, I'm really impressed. Ray is a giant of a man, and his humor matches his size. Oh, wow. In a positive you. way. Thank yeah. you. Chuck. JC. Chuck is like a Tasmanian devil who can't decide if he should be horny or annoy Ray. I never thought it would be possible to be both, but Chuck walks that line to a T. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, okay, yeah. I agree. I th- I'm starting to think that's his kink. That's what he likes. Oh, yeah. As for Brad, what can you say? What a piece of garbage. Did you know that in first grade he called another kid a nerd and that kid cried? And how that kid was never really good at school after that? Oh, he no. stopped trying because Brad mocked his efforts at self-improvement. What a terrible way to treat another human being. Also, Brad once shoplifted a slap bracelet from a Kmart. Even though he felt incredibly guilty the whole way home and told his mom, and she drove him back to the Kmart to return the slap bracelet, he still took it in the first place. Now, Wait, What was the punishment? Now Kmart is a bankrupt corporation. You can't prove Brad had nothing to do with that. <laughs> oh, what, what what was the punishment that you got for, uh, for doing that? A, a long lecture and then like just an a ad- slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah, just a slap on the wrist. That's great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and let's not forget about the time someone left the claw machine unlocked at that hotel arcade. Uh-oh. How many small plush toys did you win that weekend, Brad? <laughs> you greedy, creepy, festering pile of waste. Chuck and Ray are great, but Brad is a gross, disgusting mess of a hypocrite. He deserves to rot in the sewers of hell's prisons for the things he's done. No one will ever love him. He is an absolute waste of both time and space. 
May his name be cursed for a thousand generations with no one remembering why, just that he's terrible. My dad and I both hate him, and I'm sorry I died for his sins. Oh, it was, it was. It was at the end. It was. I thought it, uh, I thought it funny. was going to be JCPenney. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he likes the podcast. Yeah, yeah. He likes the podcast. I have to say, uh, personally, yeah. I strongly disagree with uh, whoever this fella is. Yeah, that's not I don't agree with it. I also I didn't know about the plush thing. Yeah. Or do you mean that as like now you're kind of tipping towards? I just got to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need that. Just yeah, give you time. time. Honestly, give time. I don't remember if I stole any plush. Like, I, 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 I remember the claw machine being unlocked, and yeah. I don't remember. I remember waking I, up. I, Cover, with, I, I looked like E.T. hiding in a closet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this was fun. Yes. Um, and then I got worried. <laughs> I think, I think I, I'll say the original last line of that was like, oh, I'm ashamed to call him my grandson. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do a blasphemy joke. But really, like, it works better. Because how would my grandfather know about all these terrible things that I Yeah, yeah right, that is right, fair. Right. That is fair. Yeah, that's fun. I um I don't agree with any of the review. <laughs> I think we need to talk after the episode. And I think we came I feel like we what we did here today was like uh I think we were all uh, like emotional Icaruses. Yeah. We flew too close to yeah. our own emotional sun. Yes, right. Right. yes, the core. And we burnt our wings off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now we've plummeted back down to earth. Oh yeah. Right. And we're back here together. Talking about Army Hammer eating butts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think this had some good stuff in it. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. I mean, I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, this um, was a this was a nice little buffet, and you could come up and you could pick out what you want, like a charcuterie. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you don't like the rump roast. Oh no! I'll just I'll stick with I'll the have cheese. Some liver, yeah, and, cheese and crackers. You may not just the crackers, please. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. Well. <laughs> 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 oh man, there's never been a more definitive like, and we're done. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't know we were going to talk about Army Hammer and the Queen today. Did you Neither, know that? No, I didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't know it. I at had all. no fucking it's, clue. It's nice that we we talked about Army Hammer so that Chuck will stop emailing me about it. <laughs> I am subject line, just got innocent. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> in context, <laughs> in context, what he said was sexy. <laughs> He said sexy thing. <laughs> he gave he gave us all erections, right? Those right. text messages. I couldn't get through them. Yeah. I have to put my phone down and take care of business. Yes, yes, yes. Well, it was fun, man. That was a good episode. Yeah, and if you have a comment, uh, you can uh, always uh, leave that in a review form on iTunes. Yes, or you can reach out to us on social media yes. at uh, FunBearablePod on any of the platforms that you want. You're damn right. And uh, you can always email us at funbearablepod at uh, gmail.com. Uh, um, yeah, thank you all so much for listening and or watching. We appreciate it deeply and sincerely. I'm Brad Rohr. I'm Chuck Staten. And I'm Ray Harrington. Roy Harrington, I thought. Chunk. Brad. Roy. Oh, I'm Brad? <laughs> Oh, let's do our chant. Chunk, Chunk. bread, roar. <laughs> oh, I Chunk. thought we were going to do that. Bread. Pass the buffoon <laughs> baton. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The buffoon go? baton gets passed between. The buffoon <laughs> baton gets passed between. The buffoon baton gets passed We've between. We've been fun bearable. 
Oh no! Now, now I know what you have to say. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, folks. Thank you.